Welcome back, tattlers, to the Tattle Pod podcast, where I offer you and myself a platform to tattle to your mother at tattlepod at gmail.com or visit my website, which I did get done, at tattlepod.com and check out my favorite section titled Completely Unrelated Photos, where you can see a picture of my sister's curly toe. And she is currently scrolling feverishly to the bottom to check that out because she doesn't know I put it on there. And you can buy me a coffee. Thank you. I would appreciate that. Also, I would like to thank White Records for my intro music, the Adeline Tango. Last week, I posted, and I was in Tennessee visiting my family, and then I took a spur-of-the-moment trip on down to Asheville, North Carolina, where I had a grand time at the Grand Bohemian Hotel. And you should stay there. Thank you. Special thanks to Asia and Matt, if you're listening. But thank you for the ego boost and laughing at my one-liners. I appreciate that. You earned your tips. I have been dragging ass today. As I said, I just got home from my hiatus, and I didn't want to come back to tell you the truth. I love Asheville, North Carolina. I even had a marriage proposition while I was there, which, despite my two previous attempts at marital bliss, was actually my first official proper marriage proposal ever. If you do ever want me to marry you, you're going to have to do a couple things. One, you're going to have to get me knocked up first. And two, you're going to have to save up for the divorce that's going to come about eight years later. It is a flight pattern, and it is not a healthy one. And you probably need to get a chimney sweep to get the dust out of my uterus because nothing is going to live there. It is barren ground. To tell you the truth, though, relationship-wise, and me, another juicy tidbit about me, from me, is I have, for the last decade, been what people would consider a sugar baby. And all potential suitors pale in comparison to my sugar provider. I am actually not convinced that the title sugar baby even applies to me anymore because I'm getting older. It's something more to the tune of semi-sweet relationship negotiator or sweet and sour concubine. It is whatever it is, and it is exactly what you are thinking. Bingo. I'm not ashamed. The take-home message from my ramble about Asheville is that if you are the type of person who does not have the need to make yourself feel more secure by making a dickhead attempt to bully people into assimilating to your own narrow-minded vision of the world, go visit Asheville, North Carolina. And if you are that kind of a dickhead, then still go visit Asheville, North Carolina, because there's a high probability you might come back as less of a twat. So knock the cobwebs out of your cooters because I'm going to get on with these emails. I got a couple of them. Dear Tattlepod, what is it with pets? Why do I get so excited when I push the garage door opener knowing that my dog is waiting for me inside? Sometimes as the garage door rises, I even say my dog's name out loud in a really high-pitched voice. If anyone witnessed this act, they would think I was nuts. Or she says insane. He says insane. Oftentimes, I feel guilty that I do not greet my husband or children with half of the half the amount of love. What the hell is wrong with me? And why does my dog cause me to act like a child? Do you ever do this with your pets, or am I in the need of a psych consult? Maybe the world would be a better place if we all started showing this amount of open affection for one another. Well, first of all, there is probably something wrong with you. You are insane and you do need a psych consult. And absolutely nobody needs 
my insight, but I am more than eager to provide it. I speculate that, unlike people, your dog has never rolled his eyes at you, spoken out of turn, gossiped about you, patronized you, tried to get information out of you that was personal, and they damn well knew you didn't want to talk about it and you wanted to punch him in the face, made his negligence your emergency, informed you at bedtime that he needs a hundred things to take to school the next morning to celebrate the 100th day of attendance. And if you're a parent, you know the situation I'm referring to. And if you're not a parent, or if this happens to you, when it does, as it will, hand that kid a hundred a dollar bill and tell him that it identifies as a hundred pennies. You're welcome for that information. Parent hack. And I'm going to speculate that your dog has never forgotten your anniversary. I mean, think about it. You do not hold your dog to the same level of accountability as you do people in your life. That would explain why your dog does not let you down. This bar is low, except for maybe when he eats his poop and I suppose maybe tries to then kiss you on the mouth. He does let you down then. Ugh, that's so gross. But it is not the worst thing that you could have in your mouth and we all know what I'm talking about. If humans had this type of genuineness, that is even a word, you know, we would realize if we like also realize that our disappointment in people was probably caused by our own expectations of them. We may also exclaim their name as we open the garage door. We would probably still not be inclined to pick up their poop and or let them hump our leg unless they're hot and we are horny, then that might be different. Um, I don't have dogs currently, but I do have a grand dogger, and her name is Izzy. Isadora Louise, and she is great, and you can find her snoffer nose photos in the unrelated photos section of my website. I may actually love her more than my own spawn, Satan spawn. I'm joking. They are good kids, adults now. Anyhow, I sometimes, you know, I've looked at my own kids, and I thought, who have raised these people? And what do they want from me? Where is their mother? Then I remember that that person was me and, and then I need medicated. So to sum it up, yes, your dog is better than your family members and your expectations are probably too high, so lower your standards. Moving on, the next is about air fresheners and I have to address this because I couldn't have written it better myself. For fuck's sake, air fresheners should be banned. Why do people use these noxious plugins? They smell awful and cause me instantaneous headaches. I mean, what the fuck kind of smells are people trying to cover up? I would rather smell dirty butthole than fake crisp apple pie. These people must have an immune response to breathing the shit in every day. Cannot be good for their health. I think that we should do a study of people's blood in a randomized controlled trial. This person works in the medical field and in research, I assume from this email with two groups in this trial, one, group one air and group two fresh linen, and then evaluate their inflammation levels. Well, we're not gonna do that, but that is a funny thought. I'd sign up for that study. First point in response is the term for fuck's sake, I love to use that, is the word fuck, is it a noun, is it an adjective, and if it's a noun, is it possessive? Personally, I think it is. Email me this weekend, weigh in on that. 
Let me know what your thoughts are. Why, though, are you riding in so many Ubers and Lyfts? Hmm? I mean, how is your liver holding up? Because that's why I use an Uber and a Lyft. And my liver personally has a PhD in recovering from alcohol. It is well experienced. Also, personally, I would prefer the smell of fake crisp apple pie than dirty asshole. But to each their own. You do you. This is a no judgment zone here. Um, I had a former coworker at one time and in certain situations she would say, if I were double jointed, I would bend over and smell my own asshole. And so maybe you should try that if you're flexible enough. I'm not. And if I was, I wouldn't do that. Seriously though, I do agree that Uber should not smell like a brothel. And I surmise that if they did not use those nasty air fresheners, there is a damn good chance that they would smell like ball sweat and vomit or whiskey dick and disappointment. I would venture to say whiskey dick and disappointment occurs at a higher frequency and probably should be a scented candle. As always here on Tattlepod, I think that you should speak the truth. Tell your driver that no amount of fresh ocean mist is going to camouflage the scent of butthole that is embedded into the seats of his car. Or you could just slap an N100 on your face as if it was your first girlfriend and ride on into the sunset. Leave a review, maybe something to the effect of, I would rather have smelled, as you said in your email, dirty butthole than et de toilet de mammals muffin. Disgusting. So that's for it for this week. Thanks for listening to me stumble along and fuck up my words because I'm not recording this shit again. It is what it is. You get what you get. No real advice here, but I do like hearing myself talk and I appreciate my own opinions. And apparently you do too because you keep coming back and my audience is growing. This is your weekly reminder that I take no accountability if you choose to follow my advice and it lands you in a less than desirable situation because it will, because I am not a professional or somebody that you should take advice from ever. Email me at tattlepod at gmail.com. Visit my website, tattlepod.com. As I have told you before, there is no shame in tattling to your mother. So email me, buy me a coffee and come back next week. Ciao for now.